Welcome to the Adventure Archive podcast. This is Jason, as always, and this episode is going to be our continuation into our Dragon Bane campaign, The Secret of the Dragon Emperor. In the last episode, our uh, four, <laughs> I would like to say hearty adventures, but if you've uh, listened to that or watched it on our YouTube channel, you'll know that uh, some things went awry. Uh, yes, the uh, quote-unquote tropey, expected, whatever you want to call it, goblin attack, the opening scene in this uh, campaign went uh, almost horribly, horribly wrong. We almost had a TPK, but they survived, they survived, and so they are going to um, lick their wounds, so to speak, as well as make their way to the settlement of Outskirt after uncovering the mystery, the mystery that lies at their feet. Also, if you'd like to check us out live or view any of our other content, please check out our YouTube channel. You can search the Adventure Archive in YouTube, or you can click on the link in the description of this video. Also, feel free to follow us on Instagram, on Twitter, and also join our Discord. Yes, we have a community. So if you'd like to come hang out and talk with players, talk with myself, talk with all of the other awesome people there, the link is also in the description. All right, well, let us continue on with episode two of our Dragon Bane campaign, The Secret of the Dragon Emperor, Licking Wounds to Outskirt. Welcome, everybody, to the Adventure Archive. We are streaming some Dragon Bane tonight. And uh, before I begin, though, we hit a thousand subs, everybody. Huge milestone, and I will have to let you uh, faithful Dragon Bane viewers out there know that over 50 of those subs recently came from you guys. So thank you so much. Um, hopefully you're enjoying the game. We'll probably be playing this for a little while. So hopefully we get we crew more subs. Uh, and also I need to thank uh, Patrick P. I'm not going to attempt to um, pronounce his last name, but the developer of this fine foundry module we're um, using tonight. And we used last time, and he was so generous to uh, school us a little bit in the comment section of our last video because we got some things wrong. And there's been an update since. I didn't read the release note, so we'll, well, I guess we'll figure it out. Or maybe Patrick will be in the comments. Hey, EXP24FM. How's it going? Welcome. Um, and then also, we have to thank Andreas, uh, who composed the uh, Dragon Band soundtrack, which we're listening to right now. As well as Heimat der Katastrophe, because I'm probably going to be using some of their music from time to time. Actually, Noel's track on the intro screen, that is uh, his from the uh, Kiss of the Spider Queen. So go check them out. The link to their all of their work is down in the description below. They're a really cool indie label that, is, uh, that released Dungeon Synth. You know, one of my absolute favorite genres of music. So go check them out. And then, um, oh yeah, yeah, one more thing. Like the stream, everybody, so the algorithm uh, can find us. So if you're watching this in the future on the VOD, don't forget to like. Or if you're watching the stream now, please like it so people can find the stream. And oh yeah, one other thing, one other thing before I move on to the recap and say hello to everybody, is that um, if you guys find interesting clips tonight, if you could throw the time code down below, because we're trying to make an effort to... Uh, Pull some, you know, funny bits here and there, like uh, Darrow's interesting voice that got commented on. Uh, we're trying to throw those on social, on YouTube shorts, just so people can find us. So, uh, if, again, if you are watching this in the future and you find uh, something particularly funny or interesting, just drop the time code in the comments and that'll link directly to it. Okay. How is everybody doing? We got Jess playing Seriel, Forest Fox. We have Ryan playing Morning, Morning as in Grieving Cloak. 
We have Ducky as <laughs> Louis Gildenclef, Louis and the News. And um, last but not least, we have Matt's playing Darrow. Great cape, right? Yes. I should probably add that to the overlay unless you don't want it. Uh, that's fine. Okay. Jacob's here. What's going on, man? Welcome. All right. Well, I guess it's time to recap what the hell's going on here. Well, I guess before we do that, let's just, and I don't think I'm going to do this every single time, but since uh, this game is new, the players are new, why don't we just go around the virtual table and um, just give a brief, you know, uh, who you are, what are you playing class-wise, or, well, profession-wise in this game. What is your canon? So we'll start, um, let's start at the bottom. Let's start with Darrow. So who are you playing, Matt? At the bottom? Um, well, I play <laughs> uh, Darrow uh, Grey Cape. I'm a halfling animist. I'm a mage, which means I am the healer of the group. And what is the uh, what is the word? What is the uh, what is the healing touch? Oh, who knows? I who might knows? change it. You might. Oh, I love it. Last time it was shetzor, which <laughs> uh, means flesh wound. Uh, I have a whole thing. If someone asks about it later, I have a whole thing planned. But uh, yeah, interesting. That's okay. it. That's me. Well, didn't you say Jess that it actually it translates to meat wound or something like that? Well, no, no that's no. just what I would have, I mean, maybe it does, but that's what I would have thought, because I knew, like, shot was meat, and then yeah, sore, yeah. sounds like sore. <laughs> I kind of like meat wound, that sounds pretty cool. Yeah. Um, all right, let's, let's, let's go up to, uh, Louis, so, Ducky, what are you, what are you playing here? Who is this guy? Yes, hello, my name is Louis Gildenclef Lewis, I am a mallard, uh, I am a bard, as long, uh, as well, uh, as a mallard. Uh, who plays a horn, um, which I decided uh, between last game and now that sounds a little bit like a didgeridoo. Oh, I like that. Really, so, really low, hitting that brown note, right? Yeah. Gotcha. So gotcha. that's that's why I think it uh, instills fear into our enemies and you know, okay. probably rile up the, the teammates. So, yeah. Did you describe what the horn was like? I can't remember. Is it like a brass it, horn or is it like an animal horn or what is it? I don't think I did, but I think animal horn would be yeah. the coolest option. Yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense, and there's potential story, story potential there. Oh, yeah. So, Ryan, tell us about Morning Cloak briefly. Yeah. So, um, I'm just gonna say I'm glad it's a didgeridoo, not a vuvuzela. <laughs> so, um, Morning Cloak is a wolfkin knight. Um. He, going over what Wolfkin are, I'm just trying to figure out who, who I am, you know? I got to get my Daryl voice down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but Wolfkin, uh, unfailingly sink into thought and ponder the mysteries of the universe while being upset about the past wrongdoings against wolves and nature. So I'm going to lean into that, plus my full hardiness, but I wear full plate armor but am a, a wolf person. If we still had snap filters, I would definitely just have like the e-girl wolf ears, um, but <laughs> I've got rid of that. But uh, that is Morning Cloak. And I have one one silver, one big old silver fang. That's right, that's right. Which yeah. um, maybe uh, Jess has or does not have, or Serial, I should say. Who knows? I might have the original. Might have the original. So why don't you tell us about Serial a little bit? Uh, Serial is a elf hunter. Um, 
Are we just talking about like personality? Just briefly. Like no, no, no. You don't have to go into a lot of depth. I just thought it would be good to remind people in case they, okay. you know, until we get kind of into the swing of things. There wasn't really any chance for RP last time, so. Yeah, she's an elf hunter. Her nickname is Forest Fox. Um, she doesn't have a companion yet. She's going to try to get one. Um, she's pretty pessimistic, though. She comes from the north. You might have a northeastern accent. We'll see. Like, like Maine? Yep. <laughs> no, <amazing. laughs> That's what I think of when I think of northeast. What, what northeast are we talking? Hey. Like New maybe York is. I might have to yeah. pull out the Russian accent. Oh, again. the Russian. Oh, oh, wait a minute. Just doing Russian? Yeah. yeah. She can actually do a pretty good Russian, so. I mean. Well, we'll see, like, how you know. can. Well, I think we the, cha know. the challenging thing with accents is that sometimes you can get them in few words, but when you try to string them together in a longer sentence, it just it goes away. We'll see what happens. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Okay. Well, those are the players, everybody. And um, I guess it's time for a recap. So. In case you missed this last time, or in case you absolutely forgot what happened last time, uh, these four adventurers, uh, they banded together for uh, the sole reason to venture into this mysterious uh, veil called the Misty Veil through these, uh, through these mountains. And they found themselves, oh, they're there to seek riches, perhaps, or knowledge, or all of the above. But they decided to um, go out on this quest, very arduous journey, and they found themselves in what is known as the Drachmar Pass where they were ambushed by four goblin scouts as well as a warg rider. And for those of you out there who think this is just a 5e clone or a, uh, a heroic or superhero fantasy game, it is not because we almost had a TPK last time on the very opening combat session. So it can definitely be brutal. Um, yeah, so we'll, we'll see where it goes. But anyway, they, they survived the day. But they are, uh, some of us, or some of them, have been wounded gravely. I believe it was uh, Morning Cloak and Serial. I think Serial got one-shotted, right? By an arrow or something like that? And, uh, yeah, it was, it was a grisly affair, but they, they survived the day. But before they got ambushed, um, they heard a voice. It was a raspy voice. They, they, they saw a figure lying in the dirt, uh, concealed by the mist. But Darrow, being the um, curious little lad he is, he, he decided to go and check it out. And he went over there and he found a man who was just, uh, he looked up at him, he was cloaked. Uh, he had these just black veins kind of spreading out from his eyes and he puked up blood. And he, uh, before he died, he thrust this bundle into his hands. And I don't believe you've looked at it yet. Um, but he also said a couple of things. He mentioned the name Leonara. He also mentioned uh, Weatherman, West, message from Weatherman. So presumably that is this man's name. He also um, mentioned that uh, something about a, um, a dragon emperor. So some kind of strange secret, which um, that is what this campaign is called. So spoiler, not really. So you guys all find yourselves here. Uh, the dust is settling. Uh, your wounds are coagulating, I guess. Sealing up, scabbing over. Um, you're catching your breath. Um, what would you like to do in this moment? I'll tell you what they have to do. They're going to have to roll on the permanent damage. Oh, thank you for reminding me. Yeah. Okay. So speaking of awesome rolls, so there is a, um, 
There's a rule in Dragon Bane, it's optional, but I, I love all the optional rules, so we're gonna use it. It's called Severe Injuries. So if you have been reduced to zero HP but survived, which would be Morning Cloak and Serial, uh, you risk severe injuries that can take a long time to heal and even have permanent effects. So what you have to do is make a roll against your constitution. And I will allow uh, pushes as well, if you wish. If you fail the roll and you wanna push it, however you will have to, um, you know, uh, get a uh, get a condition. And uh, it sounds like the healing time is halved if you rest and get medical care for at least a shift per day. We'll worry about those details, um, I guess, after you roll. Yeah, skill levels that are reduced permanently. Permanent injuries can be relearned. Okay, so extra notes there. So we have a uh, D20 table, but first we need to see if Morning Cloak and uh, Serial uh, succeed in their constitution rolls. So really you just got to make a, a raw constitution check. Doing it raw. <laughs> okay. We have a success. Serial succeeded on a four. You suffer no severe injuries. Okay, look at that. No problem. Um, that could have been tough. Yeah, take because that, Matt. Because <laughs> there's uh, there's some interesting uh, afflictions. So anyway, I won't go into them yet because I think it's it's better to uh, make it a surprise if it ever happens. Okay, so you guys again, you guys are collected around here. Um, catching your breath uh, Darrow you have this bundle I guess somewhere unless you dropped it to the wayside while you were fighting oh and it is bombs. mine now <laughs> well he my gave it to own. you oh man <laughs> don't say it um, fill in the blank my pompous no that's not it uh, do we get a, uh, if we're just going to sit down and take a stretch rest right now? Heck yeah, you can. So you can take a stretch rest, which is going to allow, does anyone uh, wish to sacrifice their, uh, wait, maybe that's a long rest. Remind me. It is, stretch uh, rest is a short rest. 15 minutes, right? Yep. What do we do during that rest? So a stretch rest, um, you get to heal. D6 HP and D6 willpower points and a condition of your choice. Ooh. And you can also, if you if you would like, you can sacrifice your memento to recover an additional condition. I'm not sure if anybody has multiple conditions or not. But you can only do this once per shift. And a shift is six hours. So this is something that mitigates the whole, hey, I'm gonna just do a short rest after every single combat. So if you guys were to run into multiple combat session, you know, encounters per uh, per um, shift, you could only do that once. So again, it's kind of rough. D six, like one D six. Yeah, okay. if you click the button, there's a button right on your character sheet. It's right under willpower points. Right, it's the center yeah. button that will allow you to, um, you know, it'll just automatically calculate everything. So it looks like Matt's did it. Um, oh wow, what? You recovered zero HP? Oh, because you had your yeah. full. I didn't six, lose any. <laughs> six willpower points and a condition. What condition did you uh, remove? Uh, I removed dazed. So dazed. I'm still scared. <laughs> still confused. 
No, I'm still scared. Ah, I see. Morning Cloak got uh, two HP, zero willpower points, because I don't think he used any. Um, did you have any conditions? I can't remember. I don't think so. If you check on, I can check. If you check on your character sheet, it should be ticked right below your attributes. There's like a little. Yeah, radio I don't have any. Okay. I don't have any of those in case it didn't. Because we got to remember to target ourselves, and I think um, Mr. Boundary Man, um, Patrick. Thank you, uh, Patrick. Said that the healing now should like if you target it should work for healing, right? Like if 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 Darrow heals us, like and he, you target your ally, it should kick in this time. I think he, or did yeah. he say it was coming. Well, he said it was coming, but I actually uh, updated the foundry system, so perhaps it's in there. We'll have to see if we get into that. Um, so it might be. And then um, Jess, you recovered two HP, zero willpower points. Okay, and you have conditions or no? I can't remember. Uh, no. Was it really only um, uh, Darrow who who suffered a condition, or did you, Louis? Did you do well, that? Louis also. Yeah, Louis I got also. angry um, for That's missing right. one of my attacks. That's um, right. But I did the uh, stretch and got three HP and three willpower. Oh, back, I missed yours. So. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. No, it's all good. Three. Okay. Cool. So everybody is uh, as fresh as they can be. So now yeah. that you've rested, um, you have uh, four scout. Um, carcasses, goblin scout carcasses lying about you, as well as a, a warg rider. However, if you guys remember, the warg just, once he lost, um, it was uh, Louis, I think, that toppled him. Knocked him over. And uh, Like once, a dagger or something, right? Yeah, what, how did that, you remember how that played out, Louis? Uh, I think you were trying to push him, right, or something. Yeah, I think I pushed him with my dagger, like, right. off and the warg. <laughs> pushed him with your dagger, the flat of your blade. Uh, yeah, so then anyway, the warg just bolted riderless with no sense of direction, just uh, vanished into the mists. So what would you, you think it's going to come back later and eat us in our sleep? Maybe. No. Great. I thought I was uh, Well, Daryl would like to look at the bundle. Oh, okay. Resting. You look at the bundle. And inside... Yes. <laughs> You find a, uh, it looks to be uh, like part of a statuette. It appears to be um, like a pedestal of some kind with a flat, it says a flat bottom on it. Um, you see that it has uh, lower legs and you see the bottom part of a sword. And it seems as if, like I said, this is the bottom part of it. So you can, you know, visualize that perhaps if you had the rest of it, it might form a, uh, a man or a figure of some kind standing upright. Oh, yeah, but you only have the bottom part. It's the what Academy bottom? Awards for Best Actor. <laughs> uh, what material is? It? Did you say that? Uh, yeah, it, it appears to be uh, made of basalt, basalt statuette, statuette. But it does not have duck feet. So sorry, Louis. This is not the uh, the fabled uh, mallard. God of whatever, yeah, yeah, no interest in. I know, no interest whatsoever. So, someone in chat for Jess, oh, yeah, said the, the you have the inner peace, you get, yeah, uh, thank you, yeah, thank you. Have you. The ability. Does that show up on your um, on your in your abilities? Uh, um, 
I wonder why if it, it was... does under abilities on the main tab. Yeah. Abilities, companion, and inner peace. So Wait, on the main tab? Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. I can click that. What happens? Let's see. So, see? yeah. What happens? Uh, serial. The ability for. It says no willpower point cost unless it's somewhere else. I see a dash. No, it says willpower dash. You just get to do it every time you rest. You just get extra rest. That's some, I mean, that's cool. Also some bullshit, but that's cool. <laughs> so, wait. So let Serial go down first. We know. Do I heal an additional? Yeah, piece? so I'll, I'll read it. So it's on page, um, I can't see the page number, 12. Uh, as an elf, you can meditate deeply during a stretch rest. You heal an additional d6 HP and a d6 extra willpower points. Um, so just do it twice. It should be auto-calculated because I see that. Oh, I guess it doesn't, right? It didn't. Can you yeah. click on that thing that says inner peace? When I think you click that on just, that, does it roll again? No, that just shows you to uh, it shows you what it is. Tells you what it is. So I think you have to manually do it, I guess. Yeah, yeah I'm, you can just hit stretch again. Yeah, or that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, good, good, good. But I you are completely unresponsive deal. while you meditate, so anyone can, you know, write balls on her forehead if they'd like, whatever they want to do. Um, and cannot cannot be awakened, balls. though, so what, whatever. <laughs> That's how Ryan lost his tooth. <laughs> oh, I, I like it. <laughs> we'll, we'll leave it at that. We'll leave it at that. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Stop, for somehow balls on a forehead made my tooth fall out. I feel like <laughs> probably your tooth, but like maybe I woke up too fast. Sounds um, like it sounds like another clip for uh, tomorrow or something. We'll see. We'll see. Maybe there's something better. Okay, so you guys are, you know, again, um, uh, Daryl, you're looking at the statuette. You're holding it in your hands. Everybody else, I guess you're doing what you're doing. Serial's meditating. Did we did we, did we, we uh, kick bodies for keys or anything yet? Is you that have not we searched any bodies. I would like yeah. to, I would like to kick the warg rider um, repeatedly <laughs> for riding one of my kin, the wargs, wolf-like creatures. Okay. Yeah, so, wasn't happy uh, about that. Yeah. Beside him, as you kick him, there is a long spear and a scimitar. But that is all you find, uh, with the exception of... Does he have armor? No, he does not. Wait, does he? Yeah, long spear, scimitar. Yeah, that was it. Zero armor. So, uh, Daryl is going to get up and... <clears throat> Go to the the two goblins uh, to the north, okay. away from the group, as okay. far as possible, because okay. he's still scared, and okay. he is going to loot the shit out of them. All right, upon these two uh, fallen goblin scouts, you find a short bow, a short sword, and each of them has leather armor, still intact. So, um, immediately I will drop, uh, my, my cape, my gray cape and my jacket I have underneath and put on the leather armor. Okay. So you should be able to drag that into your character sheet from the, uh, the items menu, I believe, hopefully. Hopefully I it didn't reset the permissions when I 
we installed it. If it did, let me know and I can do it for you. Bam. Oh yeah, it didn't. Nice. Okay, what about um Louie and Serial? What do you are are you still meditating, Serial, or we wanna get through that? Um I guess I'm done. I'm gonna check out this guy who's closest to me. Okay. Same thing. Uh short bow, short sword, leather armor. No coin of any kind, no artifacts that you can find. Okay. I already have a short bow and leather armor, so I'll just yeah. push them aside. For um, expediency, I'll just let you guys know that all of the goblins, uh, with exception of the war rider, he had the, uh, the long spear. But everybody else has um, okay. short bows, short swords, and leather. Am I relatively <laughs> the same size as the goblins? Yes, I think we were okay. talking about that off stream, and yeah. I think that's fair that you, uh, you, uh, as being being a mallard, can fit into goblin armor. Sweet, I'm not naked anymore. Yeah, just the bottom, I guess, right? Just the bottom. Yeah, I'm still Donald ducking it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> totally. Just okay. like he's gonna get in with like full breastplate armor, but still just have these like. Duck feet, stick, like duck legs sticking on the bottom of it. Yep. No exactly. pants. And no shoes. You guys, like, you guys don't wear just shoes, right? a pair of pants that fit a duck. That's the expansion. Yeah. Well, actually, you know what? Looking at the Mallard illustration of the uh, the knight on uh, the professions area, he's, he does have um, armor on his feet that cover up his uh, duck feet. So who knows? Maybe the statue is... That's not canon. It's optional. Yeah. It's optional. It's optional. <laughs> Uh, it's an optional rule we're not using. <laughs> so aside from um so so small shield. Yes. Right. Wait, wait, wait. Is small it just what? small shield. The small shield. Discussing a small shield. Is it just a weapon? No, no, Do no. Do I get you can parry I'm trying with to find it. like this? So it's actually the only Can I not parry otherwise? You can, but it's the only thing you can parry ranged attacks with. Uh, Unless there is a heroic ability that allows you to, to like do a you know a legolas or whatever, where you can strike arrows out of the air with your sword. But um, yeah, so it's a weapon as well as um, allows you to uh, yeah parry ranged. Yeah, so I was just debating picking up the spear and the uh, shields count as weapons and are recorded here, but then they do what you said. Yeah, so you have a morning star, right? Which is uh Yeah, I have a morning star and a small shield, but I mean, scimitar is pretty nice. I could dual wield. What's the Do we have dual wielding rules? So, so yeah, dual twice? Yeah, dual wielding is a heroic ability, so you have to acquire that no, down so the road. Yeah. Oh, you have it? No no, no. no, no, no. Your abilities are guardian hunting. Yeah, so you acquire this down the road and the way it works though is that whatever's in your offhand, the strength requ requirement of that weapon goes up by 3. Which for you should be a zero problem, <clears throat> but a long spear I believe is a two-handed, um, two-handed weapon. Is a morning star? I don't know. Morning star is just a one-handed weapon. Okay. Okay. So what are we doing? Is you guys are hanging out, uh, looting bodies? Yeah. Go ahead. Well, first of all, uh, is there a like sort of spot hidden 
I would like to uh, investigate the goblins more um, thoroughly than just ripping off their uh, leather and uh, donning it. Well, tell me, um, tell me what you're trying to achieve, and then it probably won't require a roll if you're looking well, carefully. Yeah, I'm just, I'm sort of, um, I'm thinking about, um, is there, do they have any, like, markings? Mm. Because I imagine that if I have to go to Lianara uh, later, um, maybe she would like to know uh, who the goblins are. Yes, that is a good call because I believe they are marked. Um, I wish I had a symbol of this. It's in the book. Maybe I can drop it. Let me see if I can just drop it on the game board because I do not see it in the module itself. But as you, where is it? Apologies, stream. I'm trying to find this illustration. Um, what about the rest of you guys while I'm looking for this? What are you guys up to? Well, if he, if I see him, like really digging into these goblins, looking for something, I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of do the same for the uh, war rider. Do they? Does he have like a like a patch or a badge or anything on his armor, or even like a mark of the same thing? Whereas like, no, nothing that you see he... really mm. that you can notice. All right, kick him again. <laughs> kick him again. So they ambushed us here, right? Uh, yeah, they did. Yeah, actually, yeah. actually, sorry. Strike that. Nobody has any kind of marks on them. Forget I said it. But yes, they did, uh, Louis. They did um, They did ambush you here. Is there any sign of, like, a makeshift camp or that they stayed here longer? No, no, no. No, not at all. Uh, not that you can see. I mean, I guess you guys can head further uh, north into the, uh, uh, in the gullet here, the gorge. But, um, yeah. From where you're standing, you do not see any kind of camping. If you, you can, you, we don't need to move tokens. If you guys want to just kind of move higher, far, farther uh, north in the map, let me know. Okay. So, does it look like then that they were like chasing the weatherman, and we came upon him at the same time? Like they got to us, or did the door? Does it look more like they were watching weatherman die, waiting for someone to come help, and then jumped out at us? So what you did notice early on—that's what I forgot to mention. Thanks for reminding me. Um, you guys found this man lying on the ground with a poisoned arrow sticking out of him, and when you look at this arrow, you can definitely see that um, the um, what's the shit at the top of the arrow called again? The feather part. The fletching? The fletching. Uh, it matches the other, um, the quivers of bows that the goblins have. So this appears do, to be chased down. What's up? Do they have any other poison arrows? Was that the only one? Um, you can examine them if you'd like. Yeah, I mean, you guys all looted the the quivers and stuff, right? You found the short bows. Did it look like they were, like, is the arrow dipped in, like, a black liquid or something? Or is it, like... Who like, looked? It was in the cereal, weatherman? right? Was it only Serial that looked? I think Darrow did too. What? You didn't look I... at goblins? <laughs> what? What? Well, I looked at the goblins, but uh, I didn't look at the arrows. Okay. 
<laughs> real close at that goblin, just saying, you know. Hey, chat, why don't you roll me a 1d6? Hopefully you have some dice handy. Anybody first 1d6 roll in the chat. And um, let me know what the result is. We gotta see if we can get the uh, the Streamlabs kind of stuff in Stream Elements and see if you can. Have, oh yeah, like, yeah. So we can have the commands. commands. And, yeah, yeah. That'd be cool. So while this is I'm going sure on, can. I just don't know if YouTube four. supports yeah. it. Okay, Jacob, roll a four. So Serial, you find four arrows in one of the quivers that are uh, dripped or dripped. They're dipped in this um, delicious chocolate coating. No, it's it's a black Ooh. kind of tarish substance that seems to be. And the dude is like. Yeah, like I was he was crying like black tears, right? Yeah, he, his his yeah his like blood black was coming names. out of his eyes, <laughs> out of his ears, out of his mouth. Yeah, he was he was not doing so hot. Mm-hmm. So, um, why don't what was that? I'm gonna take those and put them in my quiver. You take those and just make note of those. Um, okay, let us see what else. Why don't um. Darrow, as you're... Go ahead. You were going to say something. Well, I was just going to ask, uh, like, we... When, when we... Uh, or when I heard uh, Weatherman uh, talk um, before he died, did the others hear that? Did they see the... the bundle? I think so. I don't think they heard it, maybe, but I think they saw... They witnessed him like just hurl this, you know, throw this, not throw it, but hand this uh, bundle over to you. I think I at least saw it because I, you were up next. I remember I loomed. I specifically loomed? remember looming okay. over top of you. So let's um, say you heard it then. Let's say you heard everything. Else were close it. enough. Were you trying to kind of tuck? Are you like trying to tuck it away so we don't see the, well, the statue? I'm scared. So I'm scared of all of you. That's your condition? Okay. Yes. Oh, look at that. Are you sca- oh. you're scared of your own friends? Oh man, this is getting this is getting Well, dark. are they my friends? I don't know. I've only just met these people. So um whether uh Daryl, while while you're sitting here afraid, why don't you roll me a uh, spot hidden check, please? Mm. And I'm gonna give you a uh, a boon. Okay, succeeded. So as you're sitting here cowering in fear with this uh, bundle clutched to your chest or wherever you're clutching it, you hear something in the silence of the... uh, (laughs) Everybody falls silent momentarily, and you hear kind of this like flutter of paper as as a wind kind of gusts through this, uh, this chasm. And it appears to be coming from the man that gave you this bundle. Well, I must go and investigate then. Okay. I so, love the smell of paper in the morning. So you go over there, and again, he's he's just rigid. And um, you see the corner of a, a parchment page kind of uh, billowing in the wind as it, as it comes through. But you can't quite make out what it is. It appears to be folded. Well, I will take it then. Okay, you take it. I will open it, obviously, and read it. All right, you open it, and um, are you going to keep this to yourself, or are you going to 
Well, the elf is standing right next to me, so I imagine her elven eyes. The uh, elf. Well, I don't know. (laughs) Okay, so this one, all players. Okay. Configure ownership. I'm going to call you guys observers. Show, this is what you find. This is what you see. It is a well-placed map. map. It's a well-placed map that says the Misty Vale on it. You read at the bottom. Mm-hmm. Um, you do see at the southernmost point, which I can't click because uh, oh, you can see my mouse cursor. The stream can. The Drakmar Pass. You know you are there. So you are just um, making your way through the Coomer Mountains, because I'm not going to say the other way, and. Um, yeah, so that's where you identify yourself. Mm. Take your time. Oh, take like a gander. Right, like, like right in the middle, right above Misty Vale? Correct. Mm-hmm. So you guys Man, came from why? the south. What are we doing here? <laughs> it seems like one of the worst places to go anywhere on here. Yeah. So in the context of for those that have read the entire book is the misty veil the entire dragon bane world or is just like this just one small little part of so this dragon is Bane's world? yeah so the way this like game the forgotten realms yeah yeah kind of so the way this game is constructed so far is um you guys are from somewhere else and uh, un, you know it, it's undetermined undescribed in the books um the entire campaign centers around misty veil which is a um you know you heard rumors of this thing it's uh there's allegedly some ancient empire that has fallen um, hundreds and hundreds of years ago. You don't really have uh, much detail outside of the fact that orcs seem to um, populate most of it, but then they've kindly started to recede over time, which has um, uh, piqued your interest, as well as many others before you, to delve into this uh, veil of uh, ancient mysteries and secrets to uh, perhaps find your, you know, make your mark on the world, find riches, find information. And um, it's again, like I said, it's a perilous journey. But yeah, this is um, a um, a, uh, a section that exists for this campaign. So the world of Dragon Bane is hypothetically much larger, but I think they're going to expand upon that with subsequent stuff. So it's cool. It, it kind of encapsulates Smart. everything. Yeah, it's very similar how they did Simmerum, where they built the world with expansions as they went versus trying to create a massive world book. So really. G- they put out a game or two. They know what they're doing. <laughs> yeah, they, they, seem to know, they seem to know what they're doing. Yeah. They're doing all right for themselves. I'm just just saying. And so this, do we all are we all aware of this map or is he too scared to show his friends? That's up to him. I mean, I, I think I don't think there's any way he can get around without opening and you guys seeing what he's looking at. So it's up to you to just storm over there and do whatever you want or hang back. You notice it. Listen. As my father said, I'll give you something to be scared about. (laughs) (laughs) What do you have there? Oh, there's the Russian. What is that little Darren? It's a map. (laughs) It's a map. Look at the map. It's a map, idiot. When you touch Darrow's head, your hand is going to come back all sticky. Oh, no. Oh, yeah, he's stinky. Really filthy. 
Yeah. It was taking his time with those goblins. Wow. Oh, God. What does that mean? <laughs> so, uh, maps. We got a map. You got a map. Oh, yeah. Just so you guys know as well, I configure the ownership. So you guys should be able to access this map anytime you, you would like in the... Um, the uh, journal entries tab on Foundry. So if you click on that, you should be able to see an item there. You can click on it. So this is this is yours. It's an item you actually hold in your possession, all of you. So you're free to look at it, um, unless one of you decides to burn it for some reason. But yeah, I immediately burn it. <laughs> I um. So you said you found a map. Yes. What does it do? Pardon me. What's on it? Oh, it's a, it's a map of the Misty Vale. Look, look. All right, I snatch it from his little hands. Um. Do you guys want to do a contested kind of roll from that, or do you want to just? Are you just gonna like let him do it? Scared, and I'm big. Yeah. I mean, that's up to you. Yeah. All right, you have. Yeah. It, He's then, more Morinclair. scared about himself than. Yeah. Than the map. Okay. I... Gotcha. Gotcha. Is there like so everyone knows how to read in this world? This is just like an ancient literate yeah. medieval world. Yeah, okay. let, let's just right. say yeah. There's everybody knows how to how to read. Yeah, I think I think speaking languages is the only thing that's um, described. But yeah, you guys can read. Hmm. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, looks like we're here, and I'm gonna point to the um, the giant mountains that we're apparently in for some reason. And um, and there's an unmarked town here, and I point to like literally the only giant unmarked town north of us. Mm -hmm. What do you guys think? Yeah, that seems to be where we should head. Uh, duck. Everyone has a voice, and I tell um. <clears throat> He's That's all you gotta do, man. <laughs> I don't know how to say words. I just quack. Easiest role Easy play RP ever. ever. Yeah. And we all just know. It's yeah. one of those things. It's, it's like, like R2D2, right? He's like Chewbacca. Yeah, yeah, Chewbacca. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, Chewbacca. yeah exactly. Like Wait, half of Star Wars, we all say at the same time. How annoying would that be? <laughs> It'd be amazing. Um, six months of mats. We need a duck too. You know what I mean? Oh, J Jacob says to do Keanu, so he could be a Keanu. Brave. Wow. Um, I'm a duck. Yeah, let's go to town. <laughs> let's go to town, there man. Go. Okay, so are um, you guys? Go ahead. Sorry. No, that's it. I'll roll it back up and just kind of like, like thrust it back into Darrow's chest. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So Darrow, you are the keeper of the map. But I'll just assume anybody has access to it um, whenever they like. I am like. a map bearer. <laughs> okay, so you guys head north into uh, the Misty Vale, keeping at the top of the mind this, uh, this unmarked town you see. So I will move you to a new city. But that's it, right? We're done kicking goblins and, and looking for marks. We got all the poison we need. We've rested. We need nothing else from this this gullet of ambush here. Okay. Cool. okay. Yeah. 
Oh, can I break this spear and like chuck the scimitar into like wherever? Yeah, you could hide. There's, you know, there's crevasses, yeah. there's crevices and shit. Okay. You could hide this stuff. Yeah, for sure. So you didn't, you didn't keep any of the weapons. You just left them behind. I can't. So here's so question. You could sell them. Yeah, but then I'm carrying like a long spear through the mountains for like some reason while carrying like a morning star and a shield. I thought about it. The other thing too is like real quick then, since we brought up inventory, we have a max encumbrance and an encumbrance. My max encumbrance is nine, but weapons and armor and stuff do not count against my encumbrance. So although I am fully laden, I have an encumbrance of two, and I believe wow. it is just my my torch and my rations. Damn. And that's it. Well, you are a so, strong boy. Right. So my thought is technically, mechanically, I got plenty of room for a scimitar and a long spear. But like in game, would a would a plate armor wearing wolf like fully decked out in armor and, and weapons and stuff just like tuck a scimitar and a long spear in their belt and then climb a mountain? No, so. but the cool thing the cool thing about long spears to note though is you can hit things a square away. Right? So there can be a gap of distance between you and the enemy. So that you know I am fluent in spear. Yeah, I mean just saying. Just saying. You can do what you want, but how long is a long spear? Is it kind of like what the character in the book is yeah. actually wielding? Do I yeah. become more like that guy? I would say it's, right, a, it's, a, it's least... a spear spear, you know, so it's probably close yeah. to your height. Yeah. Oh, OK, I'll 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 not I'll carry at least the spear with me because I could I could dump my other stuff and poke at things if I need to. OK, but no scimitar. It's not my style. All right. Straight blades. Stash that. Anybody else? Did you guys make sure to move anything to your inventory that you wish to take from the, uh, the fallen goblins? OK. And um, before we go, I'm actually going to play a little tune on my uh, horn uh, using the musician ability. Okay. Uh, so that way we have um, a uh, extra boon to all rolls until the next round. Well, so remember, a round is only uh, 10 seconds. Oh, so it it's, says it's for combat, really less about um, just just so you know, out of game. Oh, but, okay. uh, well, you guys are moving on to a different location and we're kind of uh, we're not moving through this gridded map at this point. Forward. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah, like the a, uh, the ability says activating this ability, it would be considered an action in combat. So would it have any difference outside of combat or? Um, yeah. I mean, I guess you could use it in a you know hypothetical like uh, I don't know if somebody's having a discussion and trying to persuade somebody to do something or whatever. Yeah, you could blow this horn and you know okay uh, give them a boon. I, I would I would rule you know probably not for sneaking around because it's a horn. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd say it's like an instant, but it's not something like quick. A... Okay, but yeah, it's yeah. not like a use and save for later kind of deal. Correct. Yeah, I believe okay. it's because uh, because like you said, it was only for. Uh, let me read it right now. Oh, it's your beautiful voice. Oh wait, you can use the instrument as well for the musician ability. This can increase the ability's range and reduce the cost. Um, it's a beautiful duck voice that just soothes us, you know. Oh, you know what it says within ten meters, though it doesn't really say. So your beautiful voice instills courage in your friends or fear, or fear in your foes. Activating this ability, oh, an an action in combat gives the ability. So it says ten meters. I thought you said around. Uh, it says at the bottom the effect lasts until your turn in the next round. Oh, you're right. You're right. So yeah, 
Yeah, I, I yeah, I would totally rule it if you wanted to use it outside of combat, but it'd have to be like a really quick action that they're trying to perform. Okay, cool. So, okay, let us move on. You guys are um, traveling down through this gullet, this gorge. Night falls. And um, you follow this rutted road. You start to smell uh, manure, but you also smell baking bread, perhaps baking or um, cooked meat as well. And the valley opens up incredibly wide once you exit this mountain range. And it takes um, some time to get there, about half a day's journey, let's say. And like I said, night falls. You still do see, though, um, this, this palisade wall appear before you. And you see all of these, um, these torches that are burning in these, these guard towers that this, load is, that this road is leading to. But again, this mist is ever-present. It's kind of collecting around this, uh, this settlement here. But this appears to be the, uh, the unnamed town on your map that you found. And I can, uh, just for the hell of it, this is more of a hexy kind of theater of the mind thing. But what I'll do is just for the sake of visibility, I will throw your tokens on the map. Any particular marching order you guys want to do, just feel free to just put yourselves how you see fit. But yeah, you guys are standing here. This road, it's uh, heavily rutted. It's muddy, so your boots, or if you're, if you're not wearing boots, are squelching in the mud as you approach this, uh, this gate that is closed with these two stone towers with torchlight coming from them. <clears throat> is, um, is, uh, how do we... Uh, ding on here? How do we oh, long press, oh. long press. Is uh, is this a thing or is that just like a? GM oh, that's token my that's my GM token. Yeah, sorry. Okay. Yeah, let me uh, um, put the right one in there. How long? So conditions are until they're healed, right? So Daryl's gonna be scared until he ain't a scared anymore. Ain't from a condition healing, or does that wear off after a period of time? Uh, uh, no, you have to after a shift's rest. So yeah, gotcha. rest. Okay. So if he sleeps on that gotcha, all night, gotcha. he's good. So you guys are standing here on this muddy road. You see a uh, very tall uh, grain field surrounding you, but again, this mist is just ever present, kind of collecting around this palisaded wall. You do see hints of figures marching along this wall. They're dark silhouettes, though you can't quite make out who they are. They don't seem to notice you. They just seem to be guards uh, going about their about their duty. Is the does the door appear to be? Is it? I mean, it's nighttime in a medieval world. Is the the door is closed? I assume the doors the gate is closed. Yes, but you do see periodically. You're looking up in these these small windows on these guard towers, these watchtowers. You see kind of a, you know, a silhouette pass by periodically as well. So you can tell that there are people up there uh, with the torchlight. And you guys tell me how close you get. Like when you want to approach, approach versus be, because uh, again, you guys made your way down this road. 
Um, you're kind of stopping. You're like, holy shit, we, we found this thing on our map. You guys are just kind of taking it all in at this point. Collecting yourselves. Uh, good, getting a good look around you. Um, but I, I won't. Uh, but yeah, just let me know when you decide to approach or not approach or go somewhere else. But as you guys are sitting here, standing here, um, you do hear something. It's a, it's a very quiet night, with the exception of a, of, a, of a very faint breeze. But you hear, every once in a while, the screech of what you think could be a bat. Or bats, I should say. Well, who wants to knock on door? I'm not interested in rabies. I don't know about you. Um. Oh, do we discuss this already? Dragonbane doesn't have. It's not like a a, a race war like D&D, but like kind of. <clears throat> yeah, there's no um, there's no like kin animosity. Didn't we immediately then find one though? Wasn't there? Well, it was. Like... Well, it was a. It was a a thing. What was it? A, a um. Oh, an it was like a flaw or something. It was a flaw yeah, called intolerant, yeah. but you're intolerant of goblins and orcs, which are in this world. Not. They're not people. Yeah. Okay, guys. They're I don't not care goblins, what. Like, wizards, whatever, man. Get your orcs out of your game. Just so we know, goblins aren't people. Okay. Yeah. Just so you know. Um. Hey, it's not it's not it's not me, it's freely, okay? I'm don't blame me. <laughs> yeah. Um Alright, well Um Serio, how tall are you? I am gonna I was gonna keep saying, well, since I'm the biggest, but like did we decide that you're like are elves like super tall and skinny in this world, or are they like little like kind of like fey-ish? Like because in the tall. picture of an elf. What's up? Some of them are tall. Um, I think there's like, was it like high elves? They're pretty tall, and like the dark elves are pretty tall, and then like the forest elves are like a little shorter, but still kind of tall. Oh, but just to, just to like, inter yeah, just to interrupt briefly, all of this content she's talking about was from the old Swedish version that Matt's himself translated. So it's it's technically not canon, but I told Jess I was like, hey, you can you can do whatever you want if you want to just make up some elf stuff because again. Where you guys came from is not described whatsoever, so you have full freedom in that regard, from a story perspective. I mean, well, that's how I always view elves: is they're either like super tall and skinny and graceful, or they're like little, kind of like like pointy-eared, almost like fey creatures, kind of more in the realm of like um, like in like the gnome kind of like not small, but like in that same kind of like we're just we yeah. dance around circles of flowers and like whatever. So you're the tall, you're you're like the Lord of the Ringsy. Tall, skinny, beautiful, you know, land of the summer lands kind of, kind of elf. Okay. So, got it. Right. Got it. Hey, welcome, Strange Mentality Paper. Thanks for the sub. Appreciate it. Yeah, this game's really cool. Stick around. I'm like 5'9". How about that? There you go. So pretty tall. Listen, 5'9", that's, that's yeah, tall for a, a lady. Oh, yeah. What about your eyes? Did we ever decide about the eyes? Um, sure. Yeah, I'm gonna go with like the oval eye, the cat eye, the oval um iris, right? Yeah, but just slightly. Like maybe okay. you wouldn't notice unless you're really gazing into them. What color are they? Well, one's blue, or no, one's green and one's purple. Oh, that's right. You have heterochromatic, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, got some, 
So like, Bowie not actions. noticeable except for these two like beautiful different color eyes. Mm -hmm. um, don't get lost in them. <laughs> um. All right. Um. <clears throat> do we go up and knock, or do we call from down here? Well, the night. Uh, are you not a sir of some kind? Sure, your your name and word carries weight around these buffoons. That's probably a good point. Yeah. So, um, again, am I knocking or calling out or what? Uh, well, how close are you guys? Are you guys like within eyeshot? Or are you kind of staying back, like kind of hiding in the grain fields? Or yeah, what's the what's the proximity? I think that's we're trying to make the decision now. You said this okay. is all like this. This veil is misty, so we're kind of yeah. like seeing this from the mist because they're lit and we're not. Like we, I mean, we're pretty here's lit. The thing. <laughs> yeah, so lit. Pshaw. Um, Pshaw. Uh, we're not camping out. We could smell like food baking. Yeah, so you smell uh, manure, as I mentioned. You also smell baking bread. You also smell uh, other kinds of food, perhaps meat being cooked. So there is clearly um, some kind of merriment going on, perhaps, within these walls. As a mallard, I cannot deny the sweet, succulent smell of baking bread. I'm going to walk towards the door. Yeah. Okay. As Louis... Uh, That's what you get. It, it won't change. <laughs> yeah. We're locking it in. Loving it. Nice. Okay. All right. <laughs> So, Louie, you squelch your way up to the door, but before you get all the way to the gate, you hear, you, you see a silhouette uh, coming to the window, backlit by this, um, this torchlight. And uh, you hear a man's voice. Halt! Strangers! State your names and your business. This is a place of decency and peace. And you do, in fact, see a man with his, his hand thrust out the window toward you. And another one kind of poke around the side. I'm just thrusting. So, so much thrusting. <clears throat> Hello, my name is Louis Gildenclef Lewis, and I bring decent music and decent appetite. Decent music, eh? What about the rest of your friends then, huh? These are my... Groupies. Every mallet I know is a bit ill-tempered, if you get my meaning. You seem like a friendly lad. Do I you, look angry do, to you? What are you hiding then, eh? Go on, step out the rest of you. I can see you fine. Give me all your names, your business. What yeah, brings you here? I'll, I'll step into the light. Uh, not hiding good, sir. My name is Sir Morning Cloak. Well met, Sir Morning Cloak. Uh, what about you? You other two. Little one and taller one? I'm Serial. I am a Daddo. And your uh, business in these here parts. What brings you to the Misty Vale and to the very prestigious gates of Outskirt? Well, we were merely traveling and were ambushed by goblins in the pass. We would like a place to rest, maybe eat, um, heal our wounds 
find out our next course of action. All right, very well, very well. You look like decent folk. Come on in and welcome to Outskirts. And the doors creak open, allowing you guys passage. So uh, this is like a, this is an un, I believe there's no walls anywhere. So you guys can uh, move your tokens wherever you wish. Um, but as you guys, as these doors open, you see a, uh, a dirt street and you see a collection of um, establishments, uh, residences as well. Uh, the first thing you do see though, that catches your eye right here, and it's kind of dark again, but you see these, uh, these, these steps that look like they were just hewn from some kind of large stone, some rock, and they're leading up to this, uh, strange rocky structure at the very top of this peak. But anyway, <clears throat> you guys are on this road. You see a couple of um, uh, windows dotted with light, but uh, many of these windows are black, as it, as it seems as if people have decided to turn in for the night. <clears throat> so we're closer to dusk than dawn. Uh, yeah, 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 exactly. Okay. While you guys are standing here, you hear the, the same familiar voice. Hey, uh... I reckon you're tired. You look a little beat. Um, I suggest the three stags in. Get something warm in your bellies. Maybe a, a warm bed as well. Anyhow, enjoy your stay. Stay out uh, of trouble. Sorry, sir. I beg your pardon, sir. <laughs> uh, more roleplay. Uh, do you know where the blacksmith is? Oh, I do. Uh, he's probably asleep by now, but, uh, if you go round to the north end of town, you'll find him. Right. He's actually... Thank you, and may the shepherd be with you. Oh, of course, right across the street from the three stacks. So just follow this road all the way around, and you'll see it. You'll see the smoke of his smithy. Uh, and, uh, where exactly is the three stacks? Is it just a sign with three stags on it, or...? How would we find that? Yeah, and he points, <clears throat> and you guys look over the house, and you can see that um, kind of at the base of where presumably you can't see the other side, but over here, where this rocky area is, let me zoom out for, zoom out for the stream. Um, so yeah, over here, you see a uh, multi-level structure of some kind. Uh, many of the windows are lit with candlelight or torchlight, you can't quite tell, lantern light perhaps. But uh, it appears to be uh, most of the light is coming from that direction. So that is where you will find it. And, and, and one last thing, good sir. What is that structure there? That large, rocky, obelisky ball situation? You know, I don't rightly know. Um, maybe Vagnahild will uh, tell you. She's the... The fine, fine lady who, who runs the, uh, the three stacks. All I know is it's been here for as long as I've been here. Perhaps a long time before that. It was almost as if the, uh, the town itself was built around it. And what did he call this town again? Outskirts? Outskirt, yeah. Singular. So just out, 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 outskirt. That is the town's... A town. single outskirt. Got it. Yeah, exactly. Um. Once again, sir, thank you for your assistance. Um, it is much appreciated. He nods to you. 
Farewell. And he goes back to his post. All right, friends. Three stags. Is that the plan? Yes. About, yes. Okay, so you guys are just gonna head on that way. Okay, just feel free to move your tokens. Um, but as you guys are moving, not so much through the rock, but around the road, um, why don't um, each of you roll me a, uh, a d10? A one. Who got the one? <laughs> Darrow got the one. The lucky, lucky man. So, Darrow, as you're walking down, what's the marching order here? Is it is it um who's who's in the lead and who's in the rear? I would be in the rear. <laughs> okay. All right. You're um you're following this this group around this uh, following this road around this town. And uh, you nearly trip over something, something that they missed entirely. Mm. You look down, and there's this black shape. It's kind of hard to make out in the uh, the dim light because, again, there's so much cloud cover uh, that there's not a whole lot of moonlight uh, streaming onto the ground. Oh, what's this? Uh, ho hold up, hold up. Sariel, morning cloak, Louis. I think I have You're found falling. something. I will uh, bend down and look at the black shape. Okay, uh, you find, and you almost leap back because you are still frightened. It appears <laughs> as if it's a, a giant black rat, but then, you know, uh, upon closer inspection, you see these leathery wings outstretched. <laughs> and this bat um, appears to be dead. I'm not going near that thing. No. What is with all the bats here? Very suspicious. This is what you called us back for, you? I am sorry. Bat. I got scared. <laughs> um, I'm gonna reach down and like just snatch it up by the body and just kind of like. Does it look weird to have like three eyes or stuff coming out of it? Like why? Like no, large it, it, bat. it looks, yeah, it looks it like a handheld. Uh, <laughs> uh, it looks like a bat bat. It's a black bat. Um, and why don't you, as you're holding this morning cloak, why don't you roll me an awareness check? Hmm. Or sorry, well, spot, spot hidden. Why don't we do that? Oh, spot hidden. Let me go to my list of skills here. Oh, great. Uh, I have a four in spot hidden. Yeah! It's gonna be great. Okay, so yeah, uh, this looks close. like... Oh my god, you even... Uh, <laughs> you have to choose a condition for looking at this bat so intensely. Why do I have to choose a condition? Uh, cause you... No, you didn't push a roll. Yeah, that's right. You'd have to I push this oh, roll. Oh, I can push the roll. I choose a condition oh, and then yeah, push yeah, the yeah. roll so it'll know to... Sorry. Got it. Yeah. yeah. So you're I not look even more deeply and get very mad about it. Um, no, <laughs> I just 
flop it yeah, around it's a this, little bit. Maybe go like this, and the wings this, flap. Yeah, it's this like, stinky bat, filthy bat. You see some just, mites crawling yeah. around on its fur, but yeah. Yeah, I chuck it into, I assume, the ditch. Yeah. The piss ditch of the town or something. Yeah. Okay. Mm. So are you guys going to move well, on? Is there, uh, is there anything else that you would like to show us, Darrow, or is... Is that is that enough? Are we good? Yes, I am sorry. All right. <laughs> yeah. You probably have disease now. Don't touch me. Yeah, Darrow is pretty dirty. Me or the, or the stinky ah, I one. didn't I, touch it. I didn't touch it. Uh, yeah. Wolf has all the diseases. Yeah, as Serial turns around and make sure to like wipe it on her cloak a little bit. <laughs> okay. I'm okay. gonna head to the inn. Alright, you yeah. guys all head to the inn. Uh you do see a, a wooden sign right over the door, and it does in fact say the three stags. Yeah. The door is closed, but you can hear all kinds of merriment going on on the inside. Clinking of glasses and, and plateware and uh muffled speech. Um, real quick, we, who's young and who's an adult here? Like, cause oh, we didn't get no, Darryl, we have no right? older, older people, right? Daryl's like a teenager. Yeah. You're young, right, Daryl? Yep. Yeah. Okay. And the rest of us are all adults. Uh, no, I'm considered young too. Oh, oh, dope. Okay. And I feel like I would be like a YA adult. Like I've <laughs> like... I'm not. I'm. I'm closer to to to. I would be in my twenties versus like my forties uh, as an oh. adult. I mean, forties and twenty anyway. When you say YA, I just think of John Green novels. So that's 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 what I'm. Oh. That's what I'm picturing. Yeah, <laughs> I was. Yeah. No, I, I know what you mean, like, but yeah, I was thinking it's like, all adventure, but also romance. Yeah. Um, there's always a love triangle. Yep. Um, it is between Darrow and the Duck. Um, but um, Serial, are you like? Like elf old, like old, 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 like an old adult, but like not an old person. Are you like a, a, are we all a very young group is what I'm asking. I'm probably older than you, but not, not super old, not elf old. All right. So you're an old lady. Got it. Um, all right. And I'm just going to, as we get to the three stag, I'm just going to walk right through the door and just slam okay. it open and like walk through with my plate armor and survey the surroundings as, like, as right. I stand in the door. Let's change the tunes. There we go. There's some there's some tavern music. So yeah, you walk in and you are assaulted by this delicious smell of meat and bread, cheeses, stews, everything, anything you can think of. And mm -hmm. um, everybody kind of turns and looks at you, pauses, then goes back to what they were doing. Chit-chatting around various tables. Uh, you see a woman uh, serving them. Another woman behind the counter looks like she's counting some coins. But this is where you are. What about the rest of you? Is there a live band playing? Uh, I don't know. Chat, what do you think? Should there be a band in here? Should Louis... Uh, Join in, maybe? I don't know. What's going on? First response, uh, band or no band? I mean, if we're hearing music. 
I know, I know. The radio. And coming from the jukebox. I know, like, yeah. I know. I know. Alright, we'll say there's okay. EXP XP twenty-four. Yeah, okay, there's a band in here. Yeah, so you see um a couple of musicians uh playing a lute and it sounds like a, a flute. There's another guy hitting a little little drum, I guess. That's what I hear. Louis gonna Louis that guy who like goes up to other musicians playing and will whip out the guitar and not even ask, but just start playing along. Wait, you have another instrument or just the horn? Just the horn. Okay, but you're gonna like steal this guy's instrument while he's playing it? No, no, no. I'm just gonna start playing my instrument. Oh, to like okay. kind of wiggle my way into the performance. Okay. They don't say um, anything, but they start nodding at you. They see what you're doing. You add a um, you add a sweet bass line, I guess. Go ahead. Hell yeah. So yeah, I'm gonna use this as a kind of my secret little way to give everyone an extra boon while we're in here. Oh, I like it. Okay. And because of that creative role playing, I'll just let it last for you know a little bit longer. Sweet. Let's just say that. Nice. House ban the news. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Okay, as you, what about the rest of you? Uh, so I know Louis, he's in there. He's already uh, making merry with a band. Uh, Morning Cloak barged in. What about Sariel and Dara? What are you guys up to as they enter? Mm, I want stool and bread. So I think I'll go to the woman counting coins and ask for some food. Okay, you head over to that woman. Uh, Dara, what are you doing while she's walking in that direction? Uh, Dara is gonna sidle in. Okay. And, uh, and look for a quiet place to sit. Is there an empty table somewhere? Yeah. Yeah, there's a small empty table by the, by the front area, let's say. So I'll try to get on the bench. <laughs> Uh, probably human-sized. Um, and, well, I'm going to wait for the others to come back. Not Louis. Um, but the other two. Okay. And, um, oh yeah, we have to track food and stuff. You do. That's right. Do you guys have um, uh, rations? I guess you do, right? Well, if we're adding in, we can buy rations, can't we? We don't need to like, use our rations if we're inside. No, no, no. I was, just, I was just curious. Yeah, you don't have to use them exactly. Where? Oh, there's silver. I did start with silver. Let's see how much. So, Sariel, as you approach this woman, she looks up, and this is, uh, this is who you see. She's a middle-aged lady with streaks of gray in her hair and a very... Stern gaze. And she looks up at you at a moment, and, and it's almost as if she recognizes you. It's like she pauses for a second. And says, hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Three Stags. My name is Vagnhild. How may I be of service? She's got a little... She seems friendly, but also assertive, and kind of got like has this little twitch to the corner of her mouth. Like uh, she has just a little stress below the surface of her facade. Hmm. She's the name, or she has the name that we heard that guard speak earlier. Correct. Correct. Okay. You can tell um, she has very um, weathered hands. 
Done a lot of hard work. Her sleeves are rolled up. Sorry, go ahead. What were you gonna say? Uh, that's a lovely braid you have. I like, I like your hair. This lights up her face, and she mm. smiles broadly, and you can almost see just the, uh, the, uh, the memory of youth on her face before it folds back down into uh, her weathered features. Why, oh, thank you. That's very nice. No problem. <laughs> I, uh, I would like to order some uh, soup and bread, if you have. Of course, of course. Uh, what would you like? What kind of drink? Oh, uh, no drink. Oh, no drink. Interesting, interesting. You hear that, boys? No drink! And you hear some chuckling from across the room. Um, well, I'll tell you what. We here at Outskirt... We're a friendly bunch. Uh, presumably you're not from around here. You don't look it. So uh, tonight's meal is on the house. As well for any of your friends, I saw you come in with three others. Uh, one of them in particular is making himself quite at home. Little mallard fellow over there. He's adding quite a, uh, a uh, another element, one might say, to the uh, festivities tonight. So uh, you can thank him as well. Mm. All right. Um, could I also get us a few rooms? Of course, of course. Those as well on the house tonight, one night only. Wow, okay. Definitely thinking like this is a little sus, but... <laughs> um, so you said you want to order some food? What do you want? They got stew, they have, uh, what else they got? You got whatever you want. It doesn't matter. It's free. Stew, bread, cheese. Hmm. An extra helping of cheese, I guess, right? Mm-hmm. I thought so. Okay. Yeah. You just bread tell your friends. for the mallard. <laughs> <laughs> you just tell your friends over there whenever they're ready. Perfect. Thank you so much. She, uh, she nods uh, deeply and then, um, Almost a bow, in fact. And goes back into the kitchen. What you assume is the kitchen, anyway. Mm. And you hear some um, plates and, you know, bowls and stuff rattling around in the back. Just barely over the music. Okay, I'm going to go back. Well, his uh, gray... Um, no. Gray cloak? What's, what's Darrow's nickname? Morning cloak? Gray cape. Ray no. and Morning. Oh, Darrow. Yeah. Too much okay. too much clothing here. <laughs> Is uh Morning Cloak sitting with Darrow? Or no? No, I um I just kind of like propped up against a wall somewhere and so I'm I'm watching the duck do duck stuff and I'm just kinda like spaced out. Okay. We have two tables now? Uh, I'm just leaning against the wall. Just yeah. Okay. I'm gonna go over to Darrow. Um, Darrow, this yes. I met the uh, the woman that runs the inn. Uh, she's very, very nice. She gave us room for free and food if you want to go order. Um, she's very, very pleasant. I think it's very odd and suspicious, and I don't trust her. Hmm. Well. 
don't see any cause for fear, except everything currently. Because uh, you're but, still afraid, right? <laughs> yes. Uh, but, uh, I mean, uh, I don't have any money, so I don't care if she, she's a bit weird right now. Um, but if you hold the table, I will go up and get a bowl of stew. I'll hold table. Later. What? I'll hold table. Very good. <laughs> um, yeah, so Daryl is also going to walk up to, uh, um, to, what's her face? Vagnhild. Vagnhild. Yeah, so um, she's actually in the back, but um, when you approach the counter, presumably, is that what you're doing? Mm. <clears throat> Another woman. The other woman you saw in here, um, she has blonde hair and, again, and a very aged face. Both of these women, they've, uh, they, they appeared as if they've lived hard lives. And, um, but she has very kind eyes as she looks at you, and I will bring up her, her image here. Show players. There we go. So you see this woman behind the counter. And uh, she was the one um, serving some of the food, walking around. She glanced up as you guys entered, but didn't really, um, you know, approach or anything. She's pretty busy. Hello, down here. Oh, hello there. Uh, hello. Uh, I would like uh, to order a bowl of soup. I believe it's on the house. Of course, of course. Tell me, where where from do you hail? You don't look like oh. you're from around these parts. I mean, well, you can just. Uh, well, from the I south. was born in. Well, yes, uh, I was born in the south. You, you wouldn't. Uh, you wouldn't know it. It's called the Thistleborough. That's where I am from. So, not to be uh, too inquisitive, but. What brings you here? And yes, I will get you your food. I will get it for you very quickly. Well, I am here to spread the good word. Ah, what what word might that be? Uh, the word of the shepherd. Shepherd? I can't say I've heard of him or her, but... Uh... Well, if I play my cards right, uh, you will. Before long. Uh. What about your friends? You, <clears throat> you appear to be very, um, very uh, seasoned warriors. Been on the road long. We have. Uh, well, I I only joined the party uh, a week or so ago. We haven't really talked about, it, but anyway. Uh, but yes, the, the wolf king is a, a knight. Uh, the mallard over there. He is a famed musician, and, well, the elf, we call her Eagle Eye because she can hit anything with an arrow. So yes, we are, well, except for me, I am but a humble halfling. She seems very pleased with this. <clears throat> As you um, introduce from afar all of your, um, all of your companions, 
Her eyes linger on each of them as if she's literally taking in all of the details of them and your story is embellishing what, what uh, she is seeing. And uh, she has, like I said, these very kind eyes and they kind of crinkle at the side. So she's, it's almost as if her eyes are constantly smiling. My Did lady, I, what is your name? Did I ask oh, you that? Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I, I should have given you my name. My name is uh, Annabella. Forgive me, I'm so rude. I'll get your meals right away. And then she hustles off to the back. What's going on, Britain? Welcome to the stream. <laughs> so, uh, what about the rest of you guys hanging out while they bring the food out? What are your... Anything else you'd like to do? Yeah, I'll snap out of my... Whatever my days at some point, um, and you know, see Serial sitting at the table and just kind of walk over to her and, and sit down. Okay. So, um, Louie, you just still thumping that didgeridoo? Okay. Yep. Slap, slap basing it. <laughs> slap basing the horn. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, so while we're all gathered, except for Louis, I will uh, unveil the, um, the statuette and okay. show it around because I am feeling relatively safe. So are you kind of concealing it or are you just sort of keeping it hidden like with your cloak? What What's the situation with this uh, statuette? Um, yes. Be Obviously, I know that it has some value. Mm -hmm. A man has died because of it. So it's not like I'm holding it up. Hey, guys, look at this. Um, but, yeah, I take it out of the the wrapping or whatever and uh, pass it along. Okay. So, that everyone can have a look so you're at trying it. to just, yeah, keep it... Relatively concealed then. Okay. So yeah, you look at this, uh... Why don't you, um... Why don't you make me an awareness roll? As you, as you are gandering, gazing upon this, uh... Statuette again. With a boon. Hmm, yeah. Oh my god, you got a... A dragon! Nice. So... I peer inside of it. <laughs> so you, uh, you recognize this. Something just snaps in your memory. Something that you, you saw or dreamt or something, but this seems very familiar. And it, it draws your attention to the map that you have folded away. Guys, I will show the who has the again. map? Do I? You have it, Do right? Do I have the map? Huh. That's right. So you take this map, you open it up, and what you notice, to your satisfaction, what you confirm anyway, is that if you look at the four corners of this map, there are what appear to be statuette pieces. And it appears as if the, uh, the bottom left one is the one that is in your possession. 
Teriel morning cloak. Look at this. You see, this uh, it matches. It matches. And you guys do indeed uh, see that it matches. Yeah. When we look at this, it looks like that's the base. The one on the top left is kind of like the chest area. The top right is the helmet. And the bottom right, is that like is it like a kiltish kind of situation? Is that the waist legs? Area? Yeah, that, yeah, that that's like the, the waist okay. area. Then, yeah, the upper area is the uh, torso. And then the far right or upper right is the head. Yeah. And while you guys are... And, uh, oh, go ahead. Oh, it's a good catch there, Darrow. Um, when I came over, did anyone tell me that we just, like, they just gave us a bunch of free shit? Or am I just, like, scarfing down free food? Well, she hasn't brought it over quite yet, but um, uh, do, do you guys, right. do you want to tell Sariel, do you want to tell everybody, or maybe you did? Mute oh, mute in the chat! Um, I'll tell them how they're so nice and they give us free stuff and how nothing is free and how I don't trust them. <laughs> um, yes, I agree with that. That's like, that's all, that is how they make money in this place is food, drink and, and rooms and they're just giving away to strangers for free. I guess. I have a feeling they want something from us. Mm. But I am pessimistic. Aren't you hairy too? Is that something? <laughs> no. Oh, uh, <laughs> that was rolled twice, I remember. Wasn't Harry rolled no, twice? Oh, no. Oh, man. No. So, as you guys are conversing over this, uh, you hear footsteps. You can't see all the, the hair. <laughs> The, uh, the scent of, sm of food uh, becomes stronger and you hear footsteps. Tapping. I will hide. <laughs> hide the statuette. Hmm. Okay. You hide the statuette. You tuck it away oh. as um, Annabelle. Annabella. Uh, she comes over uh, with her arms full of food and lays it out on the table. Looks over at each one of you. Such a fine, fine group of, of people here tonight. We are very, very blessed. Please let me know if you need anything else. Yeah. Yes, ma'am. Hi. Hello. I am uh, Sir Morning Cloak. I believe you've met my friends already. This quite generous of you. Uh, I must ask why so generous? Well, the Misty Vale is a very perilous land, perilous land, and uh, not many come back who leave these walls once they come in. So, the least we can do is give them a, a hearty meal, a full stomach, and perhaps a good night's rest. But uh, you for as, as strong as you appear, I am sure it will be of no trouble for whatever reason you have uh, come to these here parts. I, I, I foresee a very long and and uh, beautiful life ahead of all four of you. And again, she has these extremely kind eyes. She her wrinkles are very collected around the side, the corners of her eyes, as if she just does nothing but smile all of the time. 
don't like her. <laughs> Any anything else? Anything else? Can I can I get you anything else before I leave? You know, plenty of customers, of course. No, um, well, just I mean, again, uh, quite generous. Thank you so much for your faith and our continued life. Um, but nothing is free. Is there going to be a question later once our bellies are full and our heads are rested? Or um, where where is this going? Well, I suggest you. Don't leave all of the ham. And she gestures to this this pile of meat on the center of the table that is ham. Leave Don't no uh, leave no bone unturned. Have your fill. And she uh, <laughs> she gives you a very very deep curtsy. Anything else? Anything else? No, no. I think we're. I think we're fine here. Maybe a loaf of bread chucked at the duck at some point tonight. I don't think he'll be stopping anytime soon, but uh, otherwise, thank, thank you again, ma'am, for your courtesies. Oh, of course, um, of course. Enjoy your stay in outskirts. Please, seek hmm. me out or Van Hild if you have any questions or any needs. I trust she has uh, uh, dealt with your accommodations already. Right. L- last question I had. Um, the structure in the middle of town. The guard said that you might know what that is, or? The, uh, excuse me, the what center? The, the structure, the stone stairs that lead to some... Oh, oh, oh. Well, I don't know much other than the town itself was built around it. It's, um, you know, if you, if you end up journeying around these parts, you'll notice that, uh, there are many ancient artifacts of a, uh, Civilization long gone, hundreds and hundreds of years ago. So, I came when this town was already established, so I'm not sure of its origin, but, um... Vagnhild may know something. Ah, there she is! There she is! And she points and you see her come out of the kitchen and... Start counting more coins and... Wiping the countertops. Strange coincidence. Be on your guard, everyone. I'm sure we'll have a discussion with her at some point. Thank you again so much. I I suddenly have a craving for ham, it would seem. Very well. Enjoy, enjoy. And she shuffles away. Were you so flirting with her? <laughs> <laughs> now listen, Serial, you'll know what I'm flirting. Um... So, do we not eat the ham? I don't. <laughs> I don't think I should be eating the ham, no. Um, can I, I hands two-pronged fork, whatever medieval dining instrument we have, can I kind of like, like pull the ham close and kind of move it around on the plate, see if there's something stuck in a bone or something besides mm-hmm. marrow? Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, so you actually find inside, there's a hollowed out bone in there, and there's a little note inside. Mm-hmm. That's where all the flavor comes from. Yep. Secret notes. 
what makes ham so delicious on sandwiches. Um, I guess I'll I'll <laughs> kind of do one of those guys, and I'll just I'll read the note, and then whatever it says, I'll just like pass it to Sariel so she can also read it. Okay, you guys um, all read this, and um, it just says very simply, uh, North Gate. Uh, one hour. Well, is that all of us or just me? Maybe I was flirting. I don't know. <laughs> um, this kind of feels like a you thing. <laughs> all right, I can feel like I can handle this. Um, I should mention, of course, that I told her that you were a famed warrior. Wingman, Just... appreciate it. Thanks, Dara. <laughs> so you know. I'll remember that, bud. Hello, buddy. Um, all right, well, I only have an hour, so let's build up some energy. Um, and I'm just going to... I'm going to start eating the ham, and if I can catch uh, her eye, I'll, I'll throw her a little wink. Okay, okay. Yeah. She kind of looks at you strangely and then winks back. Oh. Wolf's got game. Wolf's got game. Yeah. Um. So, <clears throat> what about Louie? Is he... Uh... Still just jamming? I mean, you see your, your your friends over there sitting at the table, chowing down? Um, so yeah, to? he's gonna finish up uh, the current song. Okay. And uh, while the band's getting ready uh, for the next song, uh, before he waddles off, um, he's yep. gonna ask... Um, Go ahead. Uh, have you guys uh, heard of any interesting rumors around the Misty Vale as of late? Because uh, he's assuming most musicians tend to travel so he's hoping they maybe have information oh you're talking to these guys okay yeah sorry I was I was reading something could you repeat that uh so yeah basically he was just asking the other musicians if they've heard like any rumors or anything interesting just about the misty Vale in general like the area oh yeah so between uh between these uh these sets yeah they definitely tell you about some things. So let me grab those really quick here. And the rest of you are just eating up, hiding that note. Yeah, I'm just scarfing. I will point out that um, if the, the images on the map we are looking at four pieces from the statue. So we have one. Just telling everyone, uh, just in case anyone is making any notes. Okay, as you guys are chatting, this uh, <clears throat> this uh, this musician he leans over to you, Louis, because you are a short guy. He's a human. All right. What I've heard is there's a monstrous beast. It's crawled down from the mountains and attacked blind H Hildy's farm southeast of here. 
there are whispers, though, about a cave full of torn-out eyes, but also great treasures and powerful weapons from the ill-fated adventurers who met their fate in the Dead Eyes Cave. Cave full of eyes. Aye, aye, aye. That's um, all I've got, mate. Sorry. I'm going to thank him for his time and the uh, great jam session. Um, did I earn any tips for my performance? Oh, yeah, you did. Fuck yeah. Um, hey, uh, chat, roll me a uh, roll me a d10, please. If anybody has any dice handy in the chat. And the music has clearly changed because uh, they couldn't do it out. They couldn't do it with, could not do it without you, man. Seven. Okay, you find seven silver. Ooh, hell yeah! So you can um, add that to your coinage. But you also find something else. You find a rolled-up little piece of paper. Ooh. Conspicuously at the bottom of your share. I'm going to waddle my way over to the rest of the group and uh, I got seven coins. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I can't split that between four people. So I'm going to keep it all for myself. Yeah, I mean, you earned it. Why not? Um, and I'm going to unfurl the paper. Okay, you unfurl the paper and um, you see the same message. That morning cloak got. Love triangle. Love triangle. What is going on right now? YA, baby, I told you. YA! <laughs> yeah. Okay, so you guys have both of these messages. They both say the same thing. I guess you eat your fill. Um, is there anything you'd like to do before the hour passes, or would you like to just... Go to your room and, and forget all about the whole thing, or what's the plan next? Yeah, fuck them. Um, <laughs> so, so Louis came over to eight and, and also showed the note, or he did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm assuming um, we compare notes. I'll pass your note. You pass my note. Is it the same handwriting? Uh, sorry, yes. It looks like it matches. But my eyes are no. dotted with hearts and yours aren't, so. Ooh, look at that. Uh, well, Wolf is disappointed, continues to eat ham. Cries into the marrow as he fills his belly. Um... No, that's it. I'm just going to scarf till I can't scarf no more and sit back and... Ugh. That's it. Okay. I guess as the hour winds down, we got to know. Are we all... Um, are we all going? Is it just me in the dark? What's what's the plan? Should we have like a... Someone like watching from the distance so they can back us up or... Uh, what's... A strange meeting in the middle of the night... What are we doing? I'm I'm curious to see what happens. If this is a fight to the death or a menage a trois, I don't know, but I'm <laughs> going to hang back and see what happens. 
Okay. You know, I'm I'm honestly fine with either. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you gotta, you gotta try everything once, right? You only live once in this, right? Like, right? Yeah. Right? That's what the shepherd says, right, Daryl? You gotta, you gotta try everything once. Um, yes. I'm safe. So, so, are we are we are we going as a group of four? We're we going as a group of two with two people like watching to see what happens in case. So, like, what's 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 the plan? Uh, I I will also uh, hang back. Uh, almost lost my voice. I will hang back in a strategic position. So you guys are heading over. Yeah. That's Alrighty. All. Well, uh, when as we're getting ready to leave, what's what's the what's the second lady's name? Uh, Annabella, the one who spoke with you, or the rich, the mm -hmm. first one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A Annabella. Is she still is she still around? Has we noticed her over the last hour? Or you don't see her any longer. Conspicuously... Yeah. Yeah. As you guys are eating, um, a lot of the patrons are kind of shuffling their way out, stumbling their way out, um, and, and the place is definitely emptying as if it's uh, getting toward closing time. <clears throat> but we got our room keys and everything. Uh, yeah, sure. Okay. So you guys head out onto the dark streets. Of midnight. All right. So you guys make your way to the north gate. And you see somebody there stepping out from the shadows. And she motions you over. You see a lock of hair creep out of the hooded cloak. I will approach go over? the hooded okay. figure. Yeah. And it's Louie and Morning Cloak, right? And then the rest of you guys are hanging back? Okay. <clears throat> so you walk over there. She does not conceal herself. Once you approach, she pulls her hood back. And she says, I'm sorry for the theatrics. This is really not me, but it's a very dangerous place. Not even the, the walls are safe. I figured at least out here in the open, you know, with your, uh, I, I've heard the great stories of your exploits, Mr. Morning Cloak. And, uh, you have those wolvish ears that can hear anything. And, they, um, they, they twitch. They twitch. Your friends are welcome to come over as well. I would like to speak to all of you. And she notices you two hanging in the back. Or even if you're hidden, she's like she knows you're there. All right, come on there. <laughs> she can she can spot us from all over the place. She can go do whatever adventure she's trying to give us. <laughs> <laughs> I need you to kill ten rats in the north forest. Right. No? <laughs> Level up your crafting skills. Um. All right, Lady Quest Giver. I assume that's the direction this is going. What is it well, that you would like for our free meal? <laughs> it's just that uh, you all seem quite capable there's been nothing but ruffians and no good people coming in these gates here and when I saw you fall into this tavern the three stags I knew there was something special 
And presumably you know nothing of this veil, this misty veil, other than seeking riches like all the others. Am I correct? Yes. I'll take that as a yes. I don't even know why we know what we're doing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> riches and these people. Uh. We were just, uh, yeah. You did, yeah, like we just showed up. Uh, so she um, looks at all of you in turn. Come closer, closer, please. And she looks up at the wall, the palisade wall right behind her to make sure nobody's there. Oh, uh, I, uh, this should be safe here. I, I gave them some stew and some bread and uh, some brandy, so they'll be quite busy. But um, I, I think it's important what, that you know the history of this place. Because there are dangers here, but um, again, like I said, you feel you seem very capable, very brave. But uh, this land, 800 years ago, was ruled by a man, an emperor named Elidane. It was a battlefield of dragons and demons. And uh, he has a weapon. It is called, or had a weapon, Um Derman. And it is a weapon for the free and unbound against the ancient evils. But of course, as you know, in the wrong hands, it becomes a weapon of tyranny. An instrument of demonic darkness and draconic fire. But after he was... He, he sacrificed himself for the protection of this, this veil. And uh, the sword itself was buried deep within a crypt. And she points beyond you, over your guys' heads toward this, um, that stone-like structure at the center of town. And it was buried in this crypt there, but it is only opened with a special key. It's a statuette, split into four pieces. One for each direction under Elidane's rule. But the truth really is that, um, after that, no one really knows what happened? How the stones were separated. But like I said, opening this crypt requires the four pieces. And uh, I have not been 100% honest with you this evening. I'm part of a sacred organization called the Truth Society. And really our goal is to prevent the other factions from retrieving these pieces of the statuette, putting them together and getting Elidane's sword. Because whoever has the sword has the power. Oh, I have the power. Um, so what I was hoping, seeing as you are very skilled, very trustworthy, at least if my eyes do not deceive me, we just wish to collect these and, and, and have the sword and safekeeping. For every single piece of the statuette you bring us, we will give you 50 gold coins. And of course, the honor of fighting for a very good cause. But as I mentioned, there are others who seek this. There is an order of dragon-worshipping dragon knights who are also looking for this sword. They, they, they seek to establish this old draconic empire and enslave everyone living here in the Misty Vale. So, I know that is a lot to take in. I know you probably don't believe me. I see you looking behind yourselves as if some thief in the night is going to 
stab you and, and take your goods, but I assure you, it is, uh, it is the truth. Take your time. There is no rush. Lay down your heads now that your bellies are full. And um, you can seek me out at the Three Stags whenever you wish to give me your answer. And she starts to head off. Stab her and take her goods. No, um, <laughs> well, I don't know. I feel like she could have just told us that in in, in the tavern or written it on note. Um, what do you all think? Is this a purpose we have been waiting for as a newly formed group of adventurers? <laughs> It is, a, it is a lot of money. I will, I will grant you that. Yeah, but, so you know uh, gold in this is, uh, it's it's pretty valuable. So that'd I mean, be 50 gold each? Yeah, per, um, and you guys do have one quarter of the statuette in your possession. Wait, 50 gold total? Or per uh, per um, piece. Like we could haggle a little bit the more pieces we get, you know. Fifty for the first one might become like a hundred for the second one. Oh look, last piece. What's it worth to you? I don't think that's that's not me as a character. I'm saying that in my regular human voice because I don't feel like my night wolfkin is like a greedy fuck. Um But um but yes, what, uh, is this what we're doing? What is our plan? What Why if, go ahead and, oh, go ahead. What if she is the, the, the bad guy, you know? <laughs> it's, it's, it's a, always a possibility. Yes. Just a thought. I don't think that we should give them any of the pieces to, to start, at least. Yeah. There's a, a, a group of dragon knights. We could hear them out. I'm sure there's other factions vying. Weatherman was obviously killed for this. Who sent the goblins? I didn't hear of a do. goblin faction. Should ask uh, perhaps uh, Vanginehild if she knows who the weatherman is. Mm. And also, he mentioned a woman named Leonara, which maybe the same lady knows something about. Is she still here? Are oh, you guys? God. <laughs> is she is she around? No, ask? you got. Did you guys go back, or are you guys still hanging out by the no, uh, the north we're, gate? Yeah, we're just hanging out in the middle yeah. of the night in town in the dark. <laughs> yeah. So um, Annabella, she she took off. She's gone. Oh, always hi. rest and ask in the morning. It just. I think we should before we go anywhere else. I think we should decide at least 
if this is a quest we would like to take up. I'm going to go ahead and share the uh, Dead Eyes cave rumor uh, with the rest of the group as well, um, just as a suggestion to possibly uh, gear up and or <clears throat> gain some more. Yeah, XP. for sure. Lay the so, so he. Uh... <laughs> We're going with the Skyrim infinite <laughs> quest generator. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, he. I don't know if you guys heard it or not, but he, he mentioned that on a lonely cliff in the eastern Coomer Mountains lies the Dead Eye Cave. It is a place shunned by all, where nothing grows and from which no seen creature ever returns. That would be all of you. <laughs> For a basilisk has claimed it as its lair. Um, the basilisk has recently attacked the farm and could pose serious threats, so... That's pretty much the gist of what he told you. What was the name of that mountain again? Uh, the Coomer Mountains, oh. which is actually where you guys came from. And oh, it was okay. to the so uh, the southeast, I think it is. Do you guys have the map? Southwest. Southwest? Yeah, there's some caves out there. Never eat shredded wheat. It was a never eat soggy worms for us. And oh, really? Nice. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Why you'd eat soggy worms? I don't know. Well, non soggy worms, obviously, better, but. Yeah. I actually enjoy shredded wheat, so. Me too. Yeah. Did you guys have one in Sweden? No? Just learned it. <laughs> they just, just, they just learn it. They just know it. They never yeah. even had to do this to turn left. I mean, come on. <laughs> Um, so do you guys want to just uh, turn in for the night or what's the plan now I definitely want to rest just to get some HP back mm -hmm. Okay. so and head back what, to the what rooms. time is it oh Roughly? it's uh, I guess I would say it's nearing midnight probably right. so it's pretty late we're taking this quest not necessarily telling them anything maybe gathering the pieces while we gather more information and XP um, and is that uh, the the vague direction we were, were going in Darrow, Serio, Louis sounds like it I like that button okay well right, I hands in that's it. I believe we're at time, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us tonight as we continue our Dragon Bane campaign. Sorry, Daryl, were you going to say something? Well, uh, Louis, you got 10 hit points back. Oh, hell yeah. See, now you don't even need to sleep. Let's go. Hell yeah. Okay, yeah. I mean, so <clears throat> you guys head back, go to sleep. Okay. We're done. Thank you guys for hanging out with us on the stream for so long, and uh, we'll be back next week to see what these uh, these four get up to. If they uh, follow this woman's, you know, wishes or not. What were we going to say? No, I said good session. Oh, yeah, yeah. We, we accomplished things. We accomplished things. Hell yeah. We, made the, we moved distance and, and made stuff happen. Hell yeah, we did. That was that was good stuff. That's always good. That's always good because the Dark Kingdom sometimes we wouldn't make it very Ooh. far. We would not make it very. Don't far. I know it? <laughs> um. <laughs> all right. Do you want to uh, mention anything coming up for a weekly scroll at all? 
Yeah, we had to re- reschedule our episode um, that was going to be on Sunday, then it was going to be on Monday, and now it's going to be on Friday morning, actually. So you're going to get two kind of close. Um, on Friday morning, we are going to be reading through The Black Hack from David Black. Um, a lot of games, if you've read a lot of games, kind of have this as a base, so that'll be interesting to go through. Um, and then shortly after that, on Sunday, our plan is to go through um, the games within the Haunted Almanac. It is a book put out from Games Omnivorous. Um, if you like what we do here, you'll probably also like everything from Games Omnivorous. They published uh, Frontier Scum and a number of other things. They have Tides of Rot on Kickstarter right now. Um, but they put out a book called Haunted Almanac, which is a collection of uh, games and adventures and various things from uh, Nate Treem. Fantastic designer, creator, just um, awesome person in the TTRPG space. So we're going to dig through all of um, his games and micro games in that book. Maybe also uh, go through his zine um, and give a review for that. Uh, so that'll be fun and that'll be on Sunday. So two episodes, uh, one on Friday, one on Sunday uh, coming up. Cool. Cool, cool. Well, again, thanks everybody for hanging out with us tonight. Thank you players for playing and uh, we'll see you next Tuesday with some more Dragon Bane. Good night.